This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Hey guys, today's show I have two guests on, Mike Forte and Tyler Arrow. They both have have been on the show before, but I wanted to get them on together as their tag team, Airstrike. They got multiple tag titles. Mike Forte is the HPW champion right right now, and we do talk about all those. This is a great chat, and we just kind of... Talk, catch up, shoot the shit, have fun. And those are some of my favorite podcasts to do. I just want to say thanks to both of them for coming on the on the uh, show. A little bit of a delay in releasing the uh, show because I did record this one in December. It just life has been life has been absolutely crazy. Just like for everybody. But hope you guys will in, will enjoy this one. And I'll talk to you on the uh, the back half. Good morning, good evening, good night. How is everybody doing today? I have a fantastic podcast for you guys because I have two returning guests. I have Mike Forte and Tyler Arrow. I have Airstrike on the show. How's the day going, guys? Going great, man. Nice to see you again. <laughs> and I am watching them on, on video, and they don't know which one to actually... They looked at each other who wanted to talk first. <laughs> the, the one-on-one made sense last time, and it's like, uh, who's going to do the talking? Who's gonna, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, it's even the same in promos, though. It's always like, okay, you want to start? Who's going to start? Was that me or you? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, my stuff is closed, so I'm just going to ignore that for now and move on because I can edit that out. It's lovely. Um, awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, my editing skills have actually got a kind of a step up. Um, and going to be trying to do the video podcast at some point. Not this particular one because I'm not there yet. Um, <laughs> because I'm just learning all the brand new software and uh gotta say a thank you to eddie fossler for turning me on to Streamyard because it is a fantastic program that is so easy to use i can't mess this up it's like literally just point and click and it's just like i can make banners and throw people's websites on or their pro wrestling t-shirt uh stores and because yeah i'm actually trying to get better at this shit um but yeah, so how I first thing, how many titles do you guys per- currently have? Because I'm losing track. Well, together or separately is the question I'd yeah. say. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, even though I've only been able to defend it once, and it makes me sad. I'm hoping that we're able to do some uh, taping soon, and I can actually get some uh, defenses under uh, the belt. Uh, HPW. Uh, champion right now for Hamilton Pro Wrestling. Uh, Nick and I are also the current Courage Pro Wrestling Tag Team Champions. We won them literally a, three days before lockdown. I mean, yeah. Peter, we were in Peterborough, and Peterborough was essentially already on lockdown practically yeah. at that point. 
like it was like eggshells. Yeah. Like that whole show, the amount of sanitizer and like everyone was wearing gloves. Uh, Travis Moore goes out because he's like, no, I'm going to high five the fans. So he puts on rubber gloves to high five the fans <laughs> as he's spraying his hand with disinfectant yep. between each one. It was great. Oh, yeah. Class act. Class act. And we're <laughs> recently, uh, we just recently acquired the PWO Trios uh, titles along with our Trios partner, Scumbag Yates. That is awesome. Congratulations, guys. I would clap, but uh, that would throw the mic levels right off. So, eh, little one. Yeah, there we go. And, we got the gold yes. clap. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of everything, Mike here has three, and I only have two. So, <laughs> I got I to find one belt, that one promotion to make this equal. Oh, yeah. Know, so, we can hold the gold because we still got it. We still got to go for. Uh, MCW's tag belts in Brantford, that's a goal. That's a goal. That is definitely a goal. Oh, yeah. And, well, if you keep, if you ever come back from the dead for No Ring North and they get a title, maybe there. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I guess we're breaking that fourth wall with with uh, social media and podcasts. But, I mean, he's hey, alive. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I, I can back to life in the body bag at the end, so it's all Oh yeah, so you're, you're not you're not uh, you're not actually dead. So well, it makes me uh, happy. Um, and was the other actually a dead man? Yeah, or <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm well with the quarantine. I wouldn't put put it past zombies right now. So who knows? <laughs> yeah. We have a vaccine coming out, so uh, I guess that'll be the evolved into the T virus. So we got a little bit of Res- Resident Evil in there. Yep. We'll oh yeah. And I do want to, uh, first thing I do want to ask, why the love of sushi? I am a sushi fan, but <laughs> what is it with your obsession with you two and going for sushi and then posting it all over socials and making making my uh, badass hung, hungry at it work? Um, <laughs> uh, I can grab a shirtball if it's going to be audio it's not really going to oh, yeah, on yeah, the screen or right. anything but we made uh tank tops during the summer that are sushi themed uh arrow came up with the design of it where it's it's literally a maki roll with the letters spelling airstrike in the rolls being picked up by chopsticks and just a rocket flying in the background <laughs> you know and uh who was it clay, clay wilson at first was like Man, that's something. I don't know if that's gonna sell. And uh, yeah, we have he's like not nine. a fan. He's not a fan for some reason. He's not. A fan, but then we have like nine left. Yeah, that's I would it. honestly buy that shirt. And uh, oh shit, I just noticed you're wearing your your tag team partner's shirt. I am. I I, I worked yeah. out in it today. <laughs> I, I forgot to wear. I, I forgot to wear mine. Sometimes uh, we're good. We're on the same page with that. Like we even unintentionally, I'll yeah. wear his shirt. He'll wear mine. We're right. training one. I'm wearing this and he's wearing my shirt and we're like yeah yep. we were on <laughs> point oh yeah because tag teams are amazing things and i love watching tag team uh tag team wrestling with actual tag teams who work together and yeah, yeah because okay two guys just getting thrown together for a match is one thing but then there's a, a tag the tag team first you're talking about my first few months there before me and Mike were together. I was the man of a thousand tag partners. 
You were with Charles Blackwolf, Tantrum, Jake Jones, uh, Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky. For a couple that of times in MCW. Like, you look like you had a lot of fun with that, Pretty Ricky. Yep. And, uh, yep. Who else were you with? I tagged with Evan Greenaway a couple yes. times. A couple times with him. Uh, you know, it's, it's – and they were all over the place, too. It wasn't even just one promotion. I was just – this tag team might work. This tag team might work. This tag team might work. And, I don't know, I just – Everything kind of just fell through, and then, you know, Airstrike came to be shortly thereafter. Oh, oh yeah. Rip was a, a part once or twice as well, wasn't it? You tagged with Rip, like, a couple of times. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. In SKM, we tagged together twice, I believe. Yeah. So, I yeah. T- I tagged with him once, and then the three of us tagged together in the first HWE. Uh, made yeah. It. Oh, yeah. That was a blast. Oh, I was, that, was a, that was a show and a half. <laughs> Wait, we completely disregarded the question. Oh, yeah, the sub- <laughs> <laughs> We just kind of went right off. The sushi, uh, thing. Basically, I I will talk. Uh, remember when we did our podcast, uh, just you and me, and we I started a conversation on food and just kind of went off the rails for like a good 20 minutes, you and I? Oh, yeah, because uh, I, I am a cook, and I'm going to actually put it on the podcast now. Um, I'm going to be entering a cooking competition soon, which is okay. going to be fun. Uh, I don't want to give details what's, because, pardon? Well, what's what's the theme of it? Is it any certain style, or is it like it is? Like um, you have six ingredients. That's it. Sushi. Yeah. Sushi. Um, sushi. I am. Have six I can cut sushi. I cannot roll yeah. sushi. It's it's I a trick. I don't know. I I can do it, but my stuff is really messy. I have the proper knives for it, and it tastes good. It just does not look, doesn't have that tight roll to it. And I'm a guy who who's who. I've been okay. I've been rolling joints for about 25 years now, and I cannot roll sushi for the life of me. I can roll you the nicest joints on the planet. And a little throwback: when I was 16, my dad found my stash. And uh, he taught me how to roll because he said, my son is not passing this to people. This is garbage. Like it, And he points <laughs> at smoke will be coming out of here. This is not rolled right. It's not taped up right. What you do, you take this, this part. So instead of giving me a whole bunch of shit, my dad taught me how to properly roll. One-handed. <laughs> One-handed. And it just like, yeah. And that's the most mind-blowing moment I've, I've, I've had as a... As a as a child, a finding out my dad is an old school hippie, and b <laughs> uh, finding out it's growing in my yard, um, because I had no oh. idea. I, I I was a fucking kid, right? I didn't know what the plant looked like. I I I'm used to little little tiny dime the dime bags, right? So yeah, that was um, my childhood growing up there. So that was a uh, a little interesting. Apple software added. Up, update just popped up. I have a PC. I don't know why Apple software update is needed for my computer, but yeah, my favorite is when I get those scam phone uh, phone messages where it's like, "Oh, your RBC bank account might have been hacked. Please sign in here." It's like I'm BMO. Like at least get the right bank. Come on, I'm RBC. <laughs> oh, uh, and Mike, those uh, numbers on your little card. Could you say those out there? Bank card, BMO, trying to be funny. Yeah, the joke totally flopped. And now I find it even more more, more funny. 
Oh, I'm sorry. So we went off track. With, uh, basically, the whole thing with the, the sushi thing is I talk a lot about food. If I start going on a food roll, I'll just keep going. I'll make everyone around me hungry talking about something. And I brought up sushi eventually. And Nick was like, oh, my God, I love sushi. And I, right away, I'm like, have you been to Atami Sushi? It's up on Centennial. It's the best place in Hamilton. Yeah. And he's like, you got to take me one day. So we've been going quite a bit. Yeah. Over the last like year and a half uh, now or so. There yeah. is this there's this little dim sum place in downtown Toronto. Gotta send you guys the it's not sushi food I had in my entire life. It is they bring okay. out these little plates with like four four to six pieces on them. And it's yeah. absolutely amazing. A buddy a buddy of mine brought brought me there again and you think the place is a total dive. It looks like yeah, right out of the 70s to the napkins and to the tablecloths and it's just like oh great oh you they only have three kinds of terrible beer um all right i guess i'll drink that and then they bring out the food and it's like oh my god this is the best food i've had in years yeah. and it's just one of those yeah a lot of the times and then, those little hole in the wall places have the best stuff yeah oh yeah uh just uh don't go into the kitchens <laughs> <laughs> I was like a restaurant scary. manager for 20 years. I'm terrified of other other uh, people's uh, other other people's uh, kitchens because uh, little uh, OCD with the cleaning. People people. Yeah, I got them. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oh, never one mind. Thing... They're a much. You you, you want to have a bit of a nightmare right now? I kid you not. A friend of mine was working at a restaurant. He's one of the line cooks. They told him during his shift to go clean the toilets, then get back to cooking. <laughs> I didn't even know that. This is the first time I'm hearing this. He quit right then and there. Wow. He told them straight up to go F themselves. Yeah. And he left. He's like, no, this is, I guess, I should not be touching any of that. You have to yeah. have staff doing that. That's unsanitary. And he's like, well, it's got to get done. And I chose you. And he's like, well, I'm leaving. And he left. Separate job. Yeah. yeah. Separate Oh, like I've had so many, uh, one of the issues I work with, um, a company had me painting the ceiling as a restaurant manager. That was set to, that's, I put my, my two weeks in that day. I'm like, yeah, you, you do know if I do do this and get on a 12 foot ladder because I have experience with ladders and my, all my, my height stuff. Oh, well you have all the paperwork. I'm like, that's not my job. Yeah. I will quit right now. And I quit, and then I started working at uh, Rec Room. So, yeah. Yep. And now I no longer work in the food industry, and I'm happy to cook again. It's lovely. <laughs> you got your joy back, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, all, like, I cook something very simple on the weekend. I just cook some, uh, sorry, my weekend, the past couple of days. But, um, yeah. It was banana muffins just with chocolate chip, something nice and simple. And I changed a couple, I threw a couple spices in there, just nutmeg and cinnamon. And yep, yep. it was amazing. Like my kids actually, I made, uh, I think I made 24. There, there's four left because the kids got into them and they left me four. I'm like, guys, I was supposed yeah. to take some, some of these into work, but uh, okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> the same the same thing happens to us when we we get around muffins. You start with twenty four, you end up with four, and then before you know it, there's two left for each of us. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but did you eat twelve each first, or, or 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 did they just mysteriously go missing, like a lot of my food does? So, uh, I guess it depends. It's a little bit of both, I'd say. <laughs> I walk away, I got food sitting there, it's gone when I get back, but he swears he didn't eat it. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, which kind of just magically happens when you go out to places with their food, uh, especially with nachos. If you go to the bathroom and yeah. you're waiting on nachos, when you come back, there's no more nachos. Yeah, don't go to the bathroom when there's food on the table. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, really, really need to go. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, and people have have said, if you go, this food will be gone. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. I guess we're ordering a second. <laughs> oh, that, that's another thing I miss right now are uh, the after show meals. Yes. With uh, the guys, I miss that so much right now. Oh yeah. Going to uh, quarantine life a little bit. What have what changes have uh, you guys had? Because I have had a lot, like personality wise, family wise. Well, I'm a disposable, I mean, uh, essential worker. In the, I'm an essential worker. Um, <laughs> not disposable. I'm not supposed to say that. People get offended. But <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick was also essential. Me, we made ourselves essential where I'm working because uh, we basically played it very close to the chest to the point where other rinks around us started doing exactly what we were doing. And as restrictions uh, lightened up, a lot of places were following our lead. So we actually weren't even shut down the entire time because oh, wow. we're like, okay, if the buildings are allowing this few amount of people, and if we time each rental out like this, we will never go over uh, the quota. And we actually made a good amount of money uh, this year, just business-wise and just making it work because – no one was going to any other rinks because they were closed. We were the only rink. We were one of four rinks in all of Ontario that were open during the pandemic. We were only closed for about five or six weeks. Oh, wow. That was it. Yeah, just because uh, myself, I work at a large company. Um, okay, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> edit it out, Justin. I work at, as one of the yeah. tire one of the tire, uh, tire monkeys, right? Um, make sure you edit that out. Um, it's in my contract. I can't mention anything on this show. Um, but I have seen some crazy ash shit in the past few months. Just like anti-maskers coming in, doing protests, and putting their children in front of them. So to avoid the police from arresting them, I had to be restrained. I had to be restrained because from my bot, my boss grabbed both of my arms because you guys know how uh, I got a very big soft spot for kids. Yeah. You guys you guys know me a little bit. You know how I probably felt at that exact moment in time. Like uh, I went tomato red and uh, my boss said, okay, you're on break. You walk that way. Go that way. <laughs> and then he's like, and then he followed me outside to make sure I, I didn't get myself in that trouble. Um, yeah. Uh, what's some, some other things? Um, uh, assault has actually went up now, which is great. Uh, somebody, yep. 
somebody touched my wife in public and I punched him in the face because he oh, put Okay, I uh, may want to edit this this out too because uh may have some legal ramifications. Um and the cop said don't press charges against him. You're you're going to lose because he touched m my wife. Grabbed her by the hips, moved her so he could go past. I slugged him in in the mouth, broke his tooth. Oh, shit. Just people <laughs> Yeah, it just I didn't even think, man. It would just like uh I saw someone touching my wife and I punched him in the face. And I'm not a violent dude. Yep. Um, yeah. It's and it's on. Of all, it's just a grab. You grab you by the hips. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's, yeah, it's if he would have said any words in any way, shape, or form yeah. and not touched my, my lovely wife. Um, yeah. yeah. And I'm the least violent guy I know. And I just kind of snapped a little bit and I find everyone, including myself, is just on edge, edge now most of the time going out. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, have, have, have you guys seen any uh, craziness or just kind of the, well, you're, you, one of you's a vampire, so he doesn't go out during the day much. Um, <laughs> Wait, is that about me? <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we need a gangrel. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're scumbag. Yeah, there you go. He's our gangrel. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I personally haven't seen a whole lot of craziness. Like I said, like I'm a night shift worker, so I mean, I'm in bed by noon. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, the, the craziness I see is at work, and I wouldn't even call it crazy. I just call it going to work. Yep. <laughs> the the yeah. work stress for you. Please. Yeah, it's it's just the common stress of. Uh, of a nice shift job, whatever kind of thing, you know? Yeah. I've yeah, had, just... uh, yeah, for, for the most part, like I haven't had, I hadn't really seen much. The only time I've really seen any, like the COVID craziness has, I guess, been at the rink with some parents just questioning everything. And it's like, yeah, well, okay. We gave you all the reasons, yeah. but you're still saying that like, Oh, we can do this. It's like, no, we just told you why you can't do yeah. that. Like, well, that's bull crap, and it's like we can't let you do this right now because if bylaw comes by, we shut down and your kids get no ice time whatsoever. Yep. So yep. as long as you follow the guidelines that we have to put in place, people get their ice time. It's like we understand you want to watch your kid and you're concerned about their safety, but there's almost no one on the ice. You have two coaches out there. You're literally outside. If something happens, they'll either get one of us or one of them will come get you, at which point we will bring you inside. Yep. Yep. Simple as that. Like Because you gotta keep I the numbers under like, under twenty, I think, right? Twenty is the max, yeah. I think, because of the space. Oh yeah. total. At first it was we were only having five people per rink. And okay. that's how we were able to make our money for it, is just having private sessions oh yeah but even then even with that small amount of people it's like they're not playing games why are you putting so much stress on everyone because mm -hmm. you have to see them sit around in a circle and stick handle yeah and, and they're like oh i gotta make sure he's not dragging ass i'm like that's what the coach is there for <laughs> and <laughs> also and also uh, um like growing up uh, as a kid who did sports I performed better, I found, when my parents weren't there, to be perfectly honest, because I was always a nervous kid making sure when, especially when my dad, my dad was there, 
love him to death. It just, when he was there watching me, I always underperformed every single time. Like uh, when I was doing baseball, I could not hit a damn thing when he was there. Just my nerves were up. I wasn't having fun. Just him being there, I couldn't do what I normally do. Like, uh, yeah, I I was a baseball guy, right? I could. He was there. When he was there, it's like I'm underhand tossing it to these kids, and they're smoking it 200 yards. So, you were a baseball guy. You should get Wade Allen on your podcast too sometime. Yeah, I yeah I've already had him there twice. You don't you don't listen to the show. I'm pretty sure he had Wade on here like not too long ago as well. well I've been like, seeing oh, Wade yeah. does so many podcasts now, man. It's unreal. Yeah, Wade Wade's because been getting around with the podcast. You we you want to know why? He is so much fun to for to talk to. He's a genuine nice guy, oh, and the he's conversations. Great. He's a great he's a great talker. And oh, I, I, and I actually did a podcast with uh, Wade and Travis Moore. Oh, I, nice. knew I, knew I knew about that. I knew about that. Okay. <laughs> and uh, did they tell you how the podcast went? <laughs> no, they did not. <laughs> Basically, uh, those two insulting the, each other for like an hour, and I that just sounds, sat here. And I just sat that here, kind, exactly. kind of, kind of air watching. I'm like, okay, Travis, it's been an hour and ten minutes. Do you want to do the, do the Gomi Talks ten? Sure. I'm like, I just one of the shows I lost complete complete control of, which is awesome. But it it was so so fun. Oh yeah, it was just really really fun, and it just went yeah, kind of broke. Oh yeah, watching those two insult each other is uh, it's quite a reality show. I like to say we we get it at training. Yeah, it's a fun additive to uh, the training sessions. Yeah. Definitely. Oh and. Speaking of uh, training, how has training been during the the quarantine? Has it been sporadic? Has it been kind of steady? Because I know every school is different and handling every county is different. Like uh, Duke's Academy is totally shut down by the city of London. I know that uh, crossbody yeah, yeah. crossbody can have some, but not all kind of things because they keep flip-flopping for them. Uh, the Toronto schools, I have no idea what's going on there because I don't live there. But um, how has uh, uh, Hamilton Pro, Pro been doing? Uh, Rip's been running it uh, roughly the same time frames. It's just he's not letting in that many people at a time. He's keeping it under a certain amount of people. There have been a couple of times where it went like maybe one or two over what he wanted because he didn't expect people to drop in. And uh, other than that, like, I've still at least been able to go once a week. You've been able to go at least once I mean, a week or every couple well, of weeks. It's been a little while with uh, everything going on, Christmas work and everything. So I got to get back into shape. I got to get back into a shape that isn't starting to be round. <laughs> you know? because, uh, you got to start right. bumping. Uh, you guys got to start bumping again soon because I want to start yeah. seeing start seeing you guys more <laughs> that's yeah. about it oh no i i got the chance to interview my favorite podcaster the the about two weeks ago uh currently editing the show yeah. to put up and uh he told me about Streamyard and noise reduction levelator we did basically a podcast nerd uh show and i yeah. think maybe two people will listen to it maybe but the people who do are going yeah. to 
learn a lot because then I found out afterwards he teaches podcasting at a university. It is a university accredited course. I had no idea that was a course. And well, it's the state, so who knows? (laughs) That's true. Never know. Yeah. Um, Okay, we've we've talked the quarantine. We've talked tag team bouts. Uh, talked about sushi. <laughs> so, can always talk about that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I can talk food all day, man. I do it at work, and the guys, and the guys, guy, guys at work just uh, hate me for it because I'm like, okay, w- what about this? And then they will go to like Fast Eddie's and get like three of the cheapest looking burgers I've ever seen. I'm like, how can you guys eat this? Well, because it's cheap. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I. 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 I totally get that. But. Um, I know your pain. I know your pain. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and I've started uh, drinking straight tequila lately. Oh, I I have bad stories about that. <laughs> I got bad no, stories no. about that. Now, were you drinking mezcal or were you drinking tequila? They no, are served as. Like uh, 100% agave stuff where you can drink it, and uh, since there's no sugar in it, you don't get hangovers. Uh, oh, I certainly didn't have that. I certainly didn't no. have that. All right, you were drinking Mezcal, which is spiked with sugar cane, my, my good friend, and uh, that is not good. Actually, uh, Chris Tidwell taught, taught, taught me all, a, all, all about tequilas because it was the one spirit I didn't know, and he's like, I'm going to give you a phone call. <laughs> I'm like okay, and oh, yeah. he, um, oh yeah, he 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 taught me about all the uh, stuff to actually look for on the bottles and where to get it from, and I'm like oh, okay, cool. And once the quarantine, yeah. uh, once the quarantine's gone, he's taking me out to all of his local local spots and getting getting me hammered, which terrifies me. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, Patron's a tequila, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we went uh, to a convention and uh, we went to this uh, one panel. John St. John, he's the voice of Duke Nukem and a few other uh, video game uh, characters. He's allergic to a lot of forms of alcohol except for tequila. And a friend of mine was there. He, we, I basically was like, okay, he got white girl wasted, basically. White and, girl uh, wasted. Within the span of, uh, I'd say, under 10 minutes, I can't count how many shots he had i think he at least had a dozen in less than 10 minutes while he was drinking a thermos of rum and coke <sighs> right beforehand and oh boy <laughs> poor guy i had i stayed with him in the hotel lobby for about 5 hours <laughs> until he woke up and i brought him back to the hotel. <laughs> 6 in the morning <laughs> He only woke up because he's like my body alarm clock. This is the time I wake up yeah. for work. Yeah. <laughs> I stayed up the whole time because I'm like, there's no one here. The door is right there. We're in Detroit. <laughs> I'm not leaving you in a hotel lobby where no one's here yeah. in the middle of Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> and he and he's 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 getting mad at me, like, why are you still here? You should be going to get your sleep. I'm like, huh. Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> I'm staying here until you're good to stand. Are you good to stand? Goes up. No. Nope. It's like, no. Nope. And I, I, 
I'll be honest, worked per this podcast has worked perfectly fine. Cut out a little bit on the name. Who are you talking about? You wouldn't uh you wouldn't know he's a friend of mine. Uh his name is oh, Richard. Okay. okay. Yeah, no, I'm just uh if it's an Ontario wrestler, I would love that uh, story. But <laughs> you might you might have seen him at a few shows as well. He tries to come out as often as uh possible. He kind of looks a little bit like uh, a skinnier Wolverine. He's got the uh, <laughs> the chops coming down most of the time. Uh, uh, he's always wearing one of the guys' uh, shirt. He had a pimp and galaxy suit that one yes, time. Yes, he had a galaxy suit on uh, one time as well. And, uh, we, he, uh, he got permission to wear it to a uh, couple of our friends asked us to be their plus ones at a wedding and he's like, hmm, it's like, my old suit doesn't fit me uh, right now. I do have this galaxy space suit. Can I get permission to wear this to the wedding? He asked the bride, and she's like, yes, I would be mad if he doesn't <laughs> wear it. He was the talk of the whole wedding. And it's like, man, you're not supposed to take the attention away from the bride. They're talking more about you than they are the bride. The day I... <laughs> Day I meet a woman that says like easygoing is to let someone wear a galaxy suit to a wedding. I've made it. Yeah, I found the one. <laughs> oh yeah, because uh, find find a woman who lets you do what you want to do, and who you would do anything for. That's. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm being all sentimental. T today was, I'm with my wife for 21 years. Oh, congratulations. Oh, yeah, congratulations. Happy buddy. anniversary. Yeah. Yep. Uh, today we actually went on our first date, and she's letting me do a podcast with you guys. So, once again, <laughs> find that find that woman that will let you do your whatever your heart desires and stand behind you with whatever crazy ideas you, you come up with. So, and yeah, you guys, yeah. yeah. That's it. Or sorry, man, man, I'm not sure about 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 your guys' uh, preferences any anymore. I, I, I'm old. I don't know the world very well. I have no idea. That's all. <laughs> uh, well, I made a, uh, I made a faux pas the 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 other day. Oh yeah, no, just because. Um, and that's one thing I'm trying to get better at is uh, trying to actually care about other people's opinions a little bit and not just being the fuck you guy and being like, the fuck? Eh. yeah, yeah, I hear you on that one. I hear you there. Oh yeah. Most, just, most uh, of the time I'm like, eh, I really don't care. This doesn't actually affect me in any way, shape yeah. or form. Why should I care? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, um, a lot of the modern day stuff cause I'm getting older. I, I'm starting to get to the age where I don't understand people anymore. Or what's going on, or what's hip, or what's not, or what's going on. So I just kind of, I do my thing. I go home, and I enjoy life. That's the most that I can can do. And people are telling well, me that's a good thing. Getting, yeah. All I'm getting out of this right now is the old Abe Simpson uh, quote. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Oh, you're not down with the old man. I used to be it. Then they changed. What? What is? Now what's it? Now is." Weird and scary to me. And that'll happen to you. Well, <laughs> and that quote is becoming more and more. Uh, it resonates with me more and more because yep. I found found out uh, Travis Moore's age the other day, and I'm like, 
I'm at a wrestling show. I've called you horrible things. I'm a bad person now. Um, and then he just kind of, kind, kind of burst out, burst out laughing. And I'm like, "Yep." Hey, hey, people mistake our age all the time, all the time. Yep. I think we we talked about this on uh, the last podcast as well. Oh yeah, because there's a ten year gap uh, between us. Yeah, but everyone still thinks he's older than me, <laughs> and it's the other way around. Yeah, I, and uh, I don't understand like, why. No, I don't understand why why either. You guys both look good for your ages. And, uh, oh, and the other week uh, I got ID'd and my wife found it hysterical that the cashier, I was buying paraphernalia at the uh, time, and the cashier yeah, yeah. did the math wrong and thought I was 50. Ah. <laughs> you're, you're more than qualified. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. See, I don't know if this comes off as a brag, but I mean, I like, like beer stores and stuff s- stopped IDing me when I was like seventeen. Like, <laughs> well, like I'm seventeen. I was seventeen, covered tattoos, and I had a beard going on. I think I think I got caught once, maybe twice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, then there's uh, and then the kids who uh, like my wife ha- was laughing so hard she had to actually leave the store. Because she had to take <laughs> off off her mask so she could breathe, she had to leave. Oh yeah. And and then the cashier brings over the other person working and tells her the story while I'm standing there waiting for her to hit the debit button so I can pay and leave. <laughs> yeah, I just want to get out of there by that point. Oh yeah, I'm just standing here like, oh, all right, I'm the the ass of everyone's joke. My wife's laughing at me. These kids are laughing at me. I'm like. <sighs> Abe Simpson is a is a wonderful person. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, one thing. How last last real question? How how are you both uh, doing during the uh, uh, quarantine? Besides missing missing stuff, are you guys doing uh, doing okay? I'd say okay for the most part. I mean. Like, like discussed before, being on a night shift, I mean, like, even today, what time is it? It's now 9 o'clock. I've been up for a full 24 hours. Because I got off work at – I got up for work at 9 o'clock last night, and it started at midnight or 1, I don't know, something like that. And now I got off at 10, 9, 10 o'clock this morning, and now it's 9 o'clock at night. So I've been up for 24 hours now. He's running off of your eight cup of coffee. Eight, well, yeah, eight cup of coffee <laughs> and espresso with some sambuca in it. I, I forgot. And then, uh, and then I had an energy drink on my break at lunch today, too. So, realistically, I'm here, but I'm not <laughs> As soon hey, as your head hits that, pop. You're, you're done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm at the point where now I feel like I've just come down from that adrenaline high of a match where it's like I can go home and sleep. No problem. I can oh, lay yeah. down on this table in front of us and fall asleep. No problem. Well, the other thing you've been doing doing during uh, quarantine recently has been learning uh, your way of cooking. Yeah, I've been learning to cook too. I'm sure. I think I think you've seen some of my stuff, Justin. Yep, I have, and I'm like, oh, he's actually cooking now. This is this is great. It's it's honestly, it's not. I, I, I'm gonna because uh, we're guilt. We're both guilty of this. I'm gonna underplay it. It is nothing special in my opinion, but it is 
improvement from the boxes of craft dinner and the Mr. Noodles and the fast food and all the shit that I've eaten over the last little while. So now, you know, it's fresh fruit, not processed. Yeah. And it's, you know, I'm actually learning to cook. So if you know any women out there who like a man who can cook, send them to me in a month or two and we'll be good to go. There you go. Uh, well, I do have, I do have sister-in-laws and many female friends. So actually I do know, I do know a girl in Hamilton who's single. So, uh, do you, uh, do you like being tied up? Like, like tied up in a relationship or tied up on a bedpost? Like you got to specify for me. The answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm just making up horrible jokes, and he took me seriously. I he is very tired. Um, That's what I'm saying, man. In 24 hours, you could tell me the sun is really the moon, and the moon's really the sun, and I'll believe you at this point. Oh yeah, you'll just be like, ah, natural light. Eh. Get away. Yeah, oh. he'll probably have a coffee after this before uh, we take off. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I, 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 feel, I feel the sleep deprivation makes this a little more entertaining on my part because I don't know if you've seen my promo work. You've definitely seen my promo work. <laughs> I'm a horrible talker sometimes. <laughs> oh, you, you you have phoned in a couple of times for the, the promo that uh, – We'll be going up on uh, some of the PWO uh, yeah. stuff that you did. Like you really phoned it in on that one. That was definitely your best. Yeah, well, I finished. Promo. I finished that. I'm like, who the fuck was that guy? <laughs> <laughs> like we were talking because you know, it's a podcast, so I can break the fourth wall. It took me like six tries to film a promo for um, an internet championship match at PWO. Once. It took me six tries. And even the last one, I was not satisfied with it. And I don't even think I ended up actually seeing the final cut of it. I don't even think they aired it because it was just shit. <laughs> so hey, then man. fast forward. What's that? Oh, no. I, I'm just saying I'm a guy with a stutter, a lisp, and uh, nervous issues and anxiety. And I do a podcast with complete strangers most mostly of the time. We all have, have things we can all work towards and try to get there better, right? That's where I think, uh, real. I think uh, this whole COVID thing, as much as you know, it sucks for the world and everyone underneath it. Uh, it was kind of a good eye opener. Like I've taken more time now to work on things that I've never actually thought to work on, which I'm guilty of that. People have been telling me to work on my promos for years, and you know, I was always like, you know what, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, because you know, I just never did it. And then now that I'm in a scenario where you know. I got the time. I have the resources. I have the people around me to like, point me in a direction or something like that. It made it a lot easier. And I mean, even and just not even just in wrestling in general. You know, there's cooking uh, on top of the promos, and then now there's you know I'm starting to kind of getting in better into the customizing aspect, like it, with the designing of the sushi shirt. Yeah, we made that summer, which was during COVID. You sent that to me, and I'm like, we're putting that on a shirt. Yeah, it was originally <laughs> it was originally a joke. And it was just funny. I was bored. It was late one night. And I was like, you know what? I kind of like this. So I sent it off. And I was like, what do you think? I'm like, we're doing it. We're throwing it on tank tops. We got our summer uh, stuff. And, and then like, uh, we're almost sold out. Yeah. <laughs> Within, what, two oh, yeah. weeks? We had a, something like that. Two, three weeks? We had it made. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, I was, I was going to actually, I don't know who I messaged, but I messaged one of you guys about getting an, an airstrike shirt, shirt the next time you're in London. 
I and think it was. I think it was quarantine hit. Because I, I, remember, I remember seeing you at my Death Proof debut. I think that's when oh, yeah. we initially discussed it. Oh, yeah. And then. Yeah, because then uh, I, it. Also, Death Proof shows, I don't remember much about them after. I tend to. I'm pretty sure you have a pair. We took a picture together. And. <laughs> I'm assuming the guy that you were hanging out with, I can't remember who it was, but the guy you were hanging out with at the time must have been having a few drinks too, because I remember the quality of that picture. It looked like, you know, he was holding the phone, it was just shaky. Took <laughs> the picture. Yeah, <laughs> was he was uh, he was the most sober of our group, so he was in charge of photos, and that's how good they uh, turned out. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think oh, that's yeah. when we initially discussed it, and then I believe we talked, I think it was when we, I did my podcast with you. I think we talked mm. about it before we started recording. Yeah. I think that, that might have been the case. And eventually I will get that shirt. Oh, Whether yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Whether it's a tank top or you guys are our main eventing, I don't know, Smash, Destiny, you know, there's uh, <laughs> the, you know, biggest, the biggest ones in on air Terrio because I think you guys definitely can. But Hey, and the goal is improvement. Absolutely. The goal is improvement. The goal is progress. Oh, yeah. Just like uh, I'll use myself as an, an example here. Over the quarantine, I have really tried to be a better podcaster, talking about my yep. shows and stuff and getting more on social media active and um, still working on the OIW Podcast Network site. And yep. I realized I am no artist and I don't understand website design. So a friend of mine's yeah. helping me and, and teaching me. So I'm a, yeah, I'm a slow, slow learner. And uh, I have become a better husband and father. And my wife and kids have actually said that because I'm here more. Like, and not just, yep. I'm not quote unquote, uh, this guy anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, no, best I advice. Best advice anybody gave me, uh, cut out uh, notifications on your phone. Yeah. So it's not... Uh, so I'm, it's not... Cause kinda... I got you because most of the time on my phone, I just want to get rid of the notifications. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's like all the random the stuff pops up. Like My least favorite one is, um, oh, so-and-so posted something. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, okay. They're my someone friend to and... their Facebook story. Like, oh yeah, and someone 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 post that you've never even seen before yet. So I mean, like, what's the relevancy? <laughs> yeah, it's just those those things. And Mike, have you worked on uh, anything besides your gigantic arms? Um, sorry, you're cutting up a little bit there. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> All uh, Mike, you you cut out a little bit there. Sorry. <laughs> no, no worries. Uh, what I said is, Mike, have have you been working on anything except for your gi your gigantic arms? It's like my arms are definitely. I've been trying to work on uh, the. Basically, I'm trying to work on the body during quarantine. I'm actually the heaviest I've ever been. I'm just shy of two ten. Oh wow! Right now, so like the bulk's nearing the end. I can't. I need to do a shout out to uh, Justin Sane for. All the wonderful things he's helped me out with in terms of keeping track of calories, the cut workouts, the bulk workouts that he sent me, like 
I've never actually, like, I've tried beforehand with uh, some trainers. I've never seen the results that I have with them that I do with Justin. So, like, big shout out to Justin Sane for all the help he's, oh, yeah. uh, he's done because... for me. And uh, also, yeah. And also, because... other than, like, trying to uh, work out and all that kind of stuff during quarantine, uh, buying uh, my own condo, I'm going to be moving out in about a year and a half. Oh, as wow. well so been working towards that as well yeah and one thing um my gut doesn't hang over my belt anymore so that's nice <laughs> um, hey mine doesn't either mine doesn't either self-improvement is the best improvement yeah yeah like here i'll show you my 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 horrible fat guy belt when i used to be <laughs> three bills and they just put more and more holes in it because i'm freaking cheap right so Yep, you're almost double wrapping it now. <laughs> I I need to buy a new belt. That's about it. It's uh, this thing won't die. Um, okay. Yeah, had it I was just, a I just, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the um. Oh, sorry about showing you that. That might have been inappropriate. As I just thought of it, thought of yeah, you about know, it. Yeah, Yeah. That, that's what we try and win in this uh, industry, don't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do, I do want to touch on something before please. we get on to the next talk. Because I remember that we were taught, well, we have Facebook comments. Oh, yeah. The condom story. Yes. I actually have that written down. And I totally oh. for, forgot to ask it. Because my bag is out of reach, I cannot reach it, and I'm I'm just kind of kind of kind of winging this in or entire yeah. show. But uh, please okay. tell me the condom story because I have no idea, and people keep <laughs> messaging about it. So There's quite a bunch of people that do and don't know, and I mean everyone's got their own variation of it. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you're talking to the two guys that were in the ring that night, yeah. you know. <laughs> so this was before we were. A tag team, let alone airstrike. Yeah, you know this was our, our first time being in a ring together in an, in an actual match setting. Because other than that, it would have been what I think six months before that we were in a training match together. But it was uh, six months. Oh no, it was a long time before that. Because I was hurt at that point. That's right. So I was off for a good. So then, uh, yeah, it would have been a year before that or so. Yeah, it was a year since basically that yes. uh, training match that we were even in the ring together and that was like my third match back yeah it was hwe then i wrestled stone and then it was you yeah that was it you were my third match back yeah. from that injury and you know we weren't really sure what we were really going to do we ended up doing everything because yeah we tried to do a little too much but match ended up uh, being a lot of fun and well received by uh, yeah the fans that were there and at the end of the match we announced how would you like to see us team up? They loved it. And yep. then So what ended up happening and I was I can't I think it was a pretty I think it was at the beginning of the match. It was about three minutes in. Yeah, I think we had just like we'd done a lock up and some back and forth and some chain. I think we did it led to a double kip up yes. type of uh, stare down moment between the two of us. And then, you know, the crowd gave the ovation and we were getting ready to go again. And as you see, I wear glasses. So my eyesight isn't the greatest to begin with. It's, it's, I can get by. Um, and I see something just slide under the under the bottom rope, and I'm not too sure what it is because, again, I'm wearing my glasses. I'm in the ring. 
And I look down and I'm like, I can't, I still couldn't tell what it is. So I pick it up and <laughs> I look at it. And it's, a, it's a fucking condom. <laughs> and right before he picks it up, I'm like, that's a condom. Yeah. And Who threw a condom? <laughs> but thankfully, and I, I get this question a lot and I'm sure, I, I'm sure you have gotten it a few times. It was not an open condom. It was in the Everyone asked because it was, you know, the, the area that it was in of, of Hamilton. A lot of people asked, was it an open condom? Did it have you know what in it and all this other jazz? And I'm like, no, it was it was sealed. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I dropped it right away. It was because I was more so like surprised. Like you said, who, who's gonna th- who throws a condom in a ring? <laughs> I kicked it out of the ring and I'm like, family show, get this out of here. Yeah. And <laughs> we soon came to realize, because I didn't even notice even as the match went on, there was this woman there. And I'm not going to say she, she was on something, but she might have been on something. Because <laughs> from what I heard, I didn't see this. Like, there's plenty of people who could tell you many different stories of all the different things they saw. But this woman was, you know, bumping on the ground herself mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Uh, and apparently, from what I was told from uh, Dylan Graydon, uh, she headbutt the ring post. Like straight on, straight on, and it didn't even phase her. <laughs> like I've taken that ring head before, and it fucking hurts. <laughs> and this woman goes up to it, boom, and nothing. No sold it, like nothing. Ultimately, I heard she was, uh, you know, I, I think it was peacefully escorted from the building. I do believe uh, Justin Graves, from what I know, yeah. escorted her out of because he's also got security. Background, background as yep. well. So he took initiative to remove her from yeah. the building. She, oh, she was somersaulting down the entrance ramp. That, yes. <laughs> yeah. And apparently, she yelled at someone during a match. And, you know, it was, uh, she yelled something. I can't remember who the match was, but she yelled something along the lines of, Your dad is having an affair and I'm the one he's fucking, or something like that. Yes. And keep in mind, there's children at this show. You know, there's, no, you know, preteens at these shows. There's, you know, it's there's there's pe- people with special needs that go to these shows, yeah. and you know, I'd say about <laughs> I, there was at least sixteen kids at that show, like had around ten or under. Yeah, had to. And uh, yeah, she was making a scene and a half. Um, Apparently, she caused a ruckus outside too. She did. She gone. Apparently, there was a microwave that she was like stabbing with a screwdriver yeah, or something. She, well, we were putting away the ring. After the show, yeah, we found out that oh, she lives in those houses just like three doors down. Yeah, she was stabbing a microwave with a screwdriver, screaming at it, and there was a refrigerator there out there as well that she was yelling at and having a conversation with. And we're like, yeah, that's the same woman, isn't it? <laughs> like, like I don't, I don't want to talk bad about her necessarily because, like. You know, as much as I want to say she might have been on something, she also could have some type of mental issue. So I don't yeah. want to come off net or anything, but yeah. that whole scenario is just, in general, caught me so off guard. And it all started with this condom in our match. Yeah. <laughs> like, because this is our first time in a ring together, and, you know, we got this this whole shebang set up, and we're about, we're trying we're trying to blow the roof off the place. And, okay, all, all tension is broken, because now there's a condom in the ring. So now it's like complete broken kayfabe right there. Because <laughs> breaking the fourth wall, what are you going to, you're going to no sell a yeah. condom. You, you, it's a condom. You're, you're, even if you don't want to notice it, you're going to notice it in the ring. 
we mm-hmm. locked up right after we got rid of it and you're like oh my god what's next the condom completely distracted me <laughs> <laughs> i was so thrown off guard like and i'm like give me a sec it's like uh oh we're going to this all right okay yeah it was it was something like I can't say I've experienced anything like that. Like that's the first and only, and I hope last time that actually that ever happens to me because, like, that was an unpleasant surprise, but it made for a pretty amusing story. Yeah, because basically you bring it up slightly, and people just kind of raise the eyebrow. Literally, going, what? What started? Because <laughs> it was on my Facebook. What started today? And I was like, I found this post that made me laugh, especially given like the whole quarantine situation, and it said, if I could just be a stripper for one day to see the kind of money I'd make. <laughs> and so I shared, I shared it. And I and I had like a, a caption with it. Like I was like, people would probably throw like $2 in dimes at me, yelling, get off the stage, and pelting me with these dimes. But then before you know it, there's a bunch of comments. And someone, I think it was Dylan, comments, well, you've already had a condom thrown at you, so you're good there. <laughs> and, then, and then I had to be curious, like, how many people still remember this? Because it was now, what, now it was a year, a year it was a little ago. over a year ago. Now it was a year and a half ago, and like, there's people to this day that do forget it, but then there's a huge amount of people that remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah. There was you had like 40, 50 comments on it by the end of the day, and so <laughs> I put it in the post because like, I'm curious how many of you have heard the condom story, <laughs> and a lot of people have heard it apparently, be, be it from me. Like, somebody at the show or if they just saw it you know and it's on footage you can find it on courage for wrestling's youtube channel like yep. we, we they didn't cut it out we kept it they kept it in there <laughs> oh there was one other thing i remember about that night after our match uh later on in the night steve brown was wrestling <laughs> and we told him the whole thing that happened in the match and yeah. at that time we didn't know that she got kicked out yeah so steve's like okay i'm gonna find her i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna get in her face i'm gonna do a bunch of uh stuff with her yeah and uh this was before she got kicked out we we pointed her out uh, to him and he's like oh, okay i know exactly what to do yeah so steve's steve has his big entrance and we can hear him from behind the curtain look around going where the hell did she go <laughs> She had gotten kicked out. He comes to the back. It's like all the wind was taken out of the sails. Yeah, because he had he went in with a plan, and then she got kicked out. And he's like, "No." (laughs) (laughs) And that that was his most disappoint. That was his biggest uh, disappointment of uh, the night was he didn't have a chance to like get on her nerves or anything like that, or like work something with her just off the cuff. Steve (laughs) Brown is always. Steve is a great, great heel. He can oh. like I love seeing seeing that guy just mouth off to the uh, crowd. Anybody who calls him big or fat or any of those things, he has like 40, 40 quips. And I have yeah. never he heard him like say the same thing twice. It just no. like now the guy's got like a hundred page novel of how many different ways he oh, can yeah. get you back. Oh yeah, uh, very, very quick-witted, very smart on the microphone. He he knows what to say, and his timing is always like on point with Impeccable, it. Impeccable, well. yeah, hundred percent. Uh, and also, he can just be naturally funny at times oh, as yeah. well. Like there are times where it's like it's a serious match. Someone says something in the crowd, 
and we're all laughing in the back. Good old Jimmy Buffet. Oh, that was great. <laughs> oh, man. Backyard Pro was so much fun. So, that so much fun. And if you guys have not seen Backyard Pro, go on YouTube. It is so much fun to watch. It's worth it. You got Hot <laughs> Shit Jay Wheeler. You got G Off Hardy. You got Richard Tasty. Oh, my God. Uh, psych- lost- Psychotic Michael. Psychotic yes, Michael. Michael. Detective Cookie, though. It was on. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cornelius Ruth Seeing, seeing like Justin Sane as in, as a beat up elderly man was uh, just amazing. He, he got absolutely amazing. Built like a house. <laughs> he killed it. No, what got me was uh, he, oh, he kind cool. of uh, hid hid his physique in the oversized clothes too. Like, yeah. What what got me was that that segment with uh, you know Steve Brown, Jimmy Buffet, where he's talking about the. Not gonna give a mouth to mouth, was it precipitation? Yeah. Precipitation. Because there's a damn pandemic. pandemic. And he squeezes this hand sanitizer bottle under his hand, but he's, he must have squirted three quarters to the whole damn bottle on one hand. And, all purpose. <laughs> and it's going at you. His hand is covered, and I instantly start dying. And I'm like, that is amazing. I don't know why that's as funny as it is, but yeah. it's amazing. So good. I have, I have seen people do that in real life. Yep, because the free uh, where people are showering in that well, in that shit, it just like bump, pump, pump, yep. pump, and then they're like <laughs> to the elbows, and I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Oh, oh yeah, and I think it smells like fucking vinegar now. Yeah, like what the heck happened to all the good smelling hand sanitizer? That's too expensive to make. They can make it cheaper and sell it at a profit. They're making it in beer, beer, beer vats now, and just like moonshine guys are making it, and they're just like, whatever works. You can clean a car with it. Oh, you'll get the uh, nail polish you off your nails. Me, yeah, you want you want me to shine your rims for you out there with that? Ooh, you know. <laughs> oh, Holy crap! It worked. <laughs> Okay. And guys, I am going to wrap wrap this up. I just want to say thank you very, very much for coming on. And where where can I get a plug for your uh, uh, socials, guys? All right, you you have a shorter list, so you I go got first. A, wait, shorter <laughs> list. <laughs> you can follow me on Facebook uh, through Mike Forte. I have an Instagram, Mike Forte HPW. And uh, my Gmail is uh, MikeForte at gmail.com for booking reasons. <laughs> and also, guys, and, and I'm, just going, I'm just going to throw out to all my U.S. listeners, book Airstrike as soon as the border is open. You will not be disappointed because they are an amazing tag, tag team and two amazing, cool, amazing guys. And, and, we, and we're, never, we're never short on, air, on hair conditioner. Absolutely. Always got a hair conditioner. We're never short. <laughs> uh, also, hopefully, working the states is another goal of ours. Definitely, so. definitely. And oh yeah, I should probably pull my. Yeah. <laughs> uh, come on, it's twenty-four and a half hours now. Um, so you can find me on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook at Tyler Arrow, uh, and my Instagram and my Twitter 
and my YouTube are all the same. It's Tyler Arrow. The second E is a three because I'm edgy like that. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the YouTube's videos, highlights. I think there's the video about the tattoo on there. There's a, yep. a, a little history video presentation deal of our of our tag team. Yeah. Uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I don't really need to get into that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I don't. I don't have an email. <laughs> so if you want to book, I <laughs> so if you want to book airstrike, air, air e, uh, email Mike, um, and he will figure that out. Yeah. So. I, Find me on social media. You can message me there, but I mean, same thing. <laughs> Any platform yeah. works. Just a uh, platform. Shoot. Oh yeah. I'd say shoot us a text message. I'm putting my phone number on the phone. No, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. I, well, I can't even say I've done that. I've had. Okay, quick little story before we wrap up. I have had, I, and I don't want to sound rude, and I'm not even going to name names because I'm not that type of person. I have had wrestling fans. Because I don't, I didn't know that a phone number was linked to my Facebook. So when I had my old phone number, I actually had to change it for this very reason. Wrestling fans got my phone number off my Facebook and started calling me and texting. And because I don't have these numbers saved, I'm now I'm not. But at the time, I was the type of person I answered to find out who it is. Now, if I don't know the number, I just let it. Nope. <laughs> now I just let it go, and I and I might text back. Wait, who is this again? You know. But All right. yeah, so. I actually okay. that. Yep. Oh, yeah, because that's just crazy. <laughs> you got, it got right. out of hand, man. Oh, wow. Like, and we will talk more about that later. <laughs> Not yeah. on the uh, on the, on the the show. All right, guys. Thank you very, very much. And yeah. all right, guys. Have a wonderful night. You too, buddy. Thank you very much for having us, man. All right. And you're always welcome here. All right. Bye, guys. Hey, guys. I just want to say thanks for listening all the way through. And I just want to say a big, big thank you to Mike Forte and Tyler Arrow for their time. I love talking to those guys. Go go follow them on the uh, socials and go check them out on uh, YouTube. I know they're... Honestly, I think the the two of those guys have a bright, bright future in professional wrestling, and I'm just happy to talk to them now. Be before we start 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 seeing that uh, uh, tag team all over this uh, this uh, country, because honestly, I think those guys as a tag team would do great in Japan. I really do. I think they are that good. I think they would. I think their style would really fit there, but. That's just me, me, me being, me, me being, being my fan self. So once again, thank you to those guys. Go check out the socials of the OIW Podcast Net Network. Go check out the Gilmy Talk socials or at Gilmy on Twitter. I'm trying to get my Twitter followers up because I haven't really been on Twitter for, I, I've had the account forever, but I haven't really used it. And... I'm trying to get get my social media game up, getting more 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 downloads, more talk about 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 ev, ev, everything, getting bigger guests on. And it's not the guest size or how popular or quote unquote famous they are. 
as you guys know, I love having a good conversation with the people. I'll talk to anybody. And it's just wonderful. Absolutely love it. And I want to just say go check out batsinthebelfryart.com if you, for, any, for any wonderful personal gifts that you need for somebody. Go check that out. And if you need any graphic design work, go 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 hit up Rob Robert Carey on face, Facebook or Rob Day Five Van Nine. I know he does fan fantastic work. Thank you very much for listening, guys. And I just wanna wanna say thank you, thank you, thank you for listening all the way through. I always uh, uh, appreciate it. And if you wanna send me a message, you want anybody particular on the, on the show. Let me know. I'll try to reach out and uh, and uh, get them get them there for you. Because my new pitch has been working pretty well, I gotta say. <laughs> That's for a future show. Thanks, guys.